Good evening, and welcome to the Television Graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Laura Prince and Noah Houlihan. We have come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows, to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should just stay doomed. This will be a podcast in which we analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that ran only one season, including some that ran only one episode. Like this one. This month we are doing R.I. Pilots, and with me as always is Noah Houlihan. Roll call! Noah! Laura! Noah! Laura! Noah! Laura! Noah and Laura! (sighs) This week, we are doing the Lonely Islands Unsold 2005 pilot, uh, Awesome Town. Awesome Town. Come along with us. Come with us to Awesome Town. Fun times are a must in Awesome Town. They have a real fun theme song. Theme song is a lot of fun. Uh, So it was unbought, but it did air, right? I don't think it was, I don't think it aired. It never aired, really. I don't believe so. Uh, Lonely Island released it with Master, notice that when uh, we saw it, it had the spaces for commercials and it had right. the, because uh, the Lonely Island actually uploaded this themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they were like, we worked on this, you can watch it. Yeah, we spent a lot of time on this. So I thought that was super interesting and it starts off on a really interesting note, much like Heat Vision and Jack, which is making me think this might be a pilot thing. Yeah. Uh, it starts with an intro video. Yes. And I have not watched a lot of pilots, so I'm starting to think this might be a concept in pilots, to have a little intro video before the actual pilot. Yeah, from an established celebrity. Or a producer or a director. Uh, Jack Black shows up. Yes. No, I'm sorry. George Washington shows up. Hi, I'm George Washington, the first president of the United States of America. So I think you should listen to what I have to say. The show you're about to see is called Awesome Town, and it's the funniest thing since sliced bread, which I invented. You don't believe me? Oh, you think I'm too old because I discovered America and junk? Listen up, buddy. I've been around, so I know what I'm talking about. The three dudes in the show you're about to watch are committed to entertainment, just like I was committed to freeing the slaves and making pipes and stuff. You think I'm lying? I can't. That's my thing. No lies. Check the $1 bill, short stack. I was f***ing president. So keep your looking balls locked on the picture radio and prepare to get your nuts smashed. By Awesome Town! Correct, actually. George Washington shows up. There's a drunk eagle. Yes. Who uh, introduces George Washington, and he intros the show. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so funny, you're going to laugh your wooden teeth off. Keep your looking balls on the picture radio. Yes. Was the quote I thought was funny. Which made me laugh, but... George Washington doesn't know what a radio is. That's true. <laughs> he doesn't. The radios would not be invented for another 100, 150 years. But it was a really fun little intro video. I thought it was fun, and I thought it was a nice thing for us, having just watched Heat Vision and Jack, that, like, now Jack Black can give mm-hmm. that, like, leg up to younger comics, because now Jack Black... By 2005 is famous. Yeah. I hope in our next pilot it's Andy Samberg. How cool would that be? (laughs) Or like Yorma. Yeah. It's Yorma dressed as 
I don't know, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> or like Captain Kirk. Yeah. So then we get to the uh, the theme song. And it's a cute, like, kids theme song. Yeah, it's very much a Nickelodeon theme song. Uh, really? I went PBS. Yeah, like a PBS theme song. That's a better way to say it. Uh, it a show where, like... Nickelodeon theme songs are famously quite good and quite memorable. Yeah, it's it's more of like a learning channel, discovery channel, like... We're, we're singing a song to get you up and dancing because that's important that children don't be obese. Because Michelle Obama told us we have to Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, they introduce... Each of them, they do that roll call bit that we just did. Roll call! Andy! Akiva! Yorma! Andy! Akiva! Yorma! Andy! And Yorma and Akiva! Come along with us! Come with us to Awesome And then they establish who each of them are. Yes. Uh, Akiva is the smart one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy... Like sandwiches? Like sandwiches. I have a huge problem with this part of the song. I'll get to it after, though. And then Yorma is the sensitive one, and he does, like, a mid-2000s gangster rap. Yes, yeah. My name's Akiva, the brains of the group. If you have a problem, I can solve it for you. Andy here, and I love a good sandwich. So if you have a sandwich, come roll with me. <laughs> my name is Yorma, motherfucker, the sensitive one. Break him up. Face with the butt of my gun. Rip off your arms and break your legs with them. Spread your dicks and stick my in them. I have the note. This looks like I made it. Like, this looks like I made it in, like, my basement. Like, the set, their main, like, Chappelle show style set. Because uh, the format of the show is like Chappelle show, that it's a very simple set that they stand outside. It looks a little Avenue q to me. Yeah, yeah. And this would have been about during Avenue Q, so I feel like they ripped that set right off. And they introduced sketches, essentially. Yeah, th- think Key and Peel, think uh, Chappelle Show. I hate this. Really? Yeah, because when we were watching it, I immediately looked at you and said, when did Chappelle come out versus this? Because my thought was... They're only doing this because it's worked with Chappelle. But I, if memory serves, this is this show, Awesome Town, is 2005. Yeah, Chappelle which, has been running for two years for, at this yeah, point. Yeah, so maybe it's an influence. Uh, oh, it's, it's almost definitely an influence. Yeah, because I don't think it works very well in, in this scenario, especially with the theme song. The theme song, I think, is great. We've listened to it again. We've really enjoyed it. Yes. However, during the Andy Samberg introduction park, where he's talking about how much he likes sandwiches, Mm -hmm. you hear a laugh. And it threw me because it had been very funny up to that point. The fact that the studio audience didn't laugh until the sandwich threw me off. Yeah. And I was like, no, all of this was funny. Why am I just hearing laughter now? And it's also weird to hear laughter during the theme song. Yeah, it, it, it was very off-putting. Because you usually don't. Yeah, I found it very off-putting. Um, okay, I have a personal note here about how I've always had a weird crush on Yorma from, from Lonely Island. Which one's Yorma? The um, one with the glasses? No, that's Akiva. Okay. I actually, the rest of the note says, Akiva looks like my husband, but <laughs> I've always had a weird crush on Yorma. Yes. So Yorma, if you're out there, stop. Um, and then, so we get into this, like, very 
I think it's supposed to be a Sesame Street pastiche, which is why I'm thinking mm. Avenue Q. Yeah, that because makes sense. Avenue Q is a Sesame Street. I use the word pastiche a lot on this show. Um, means parody. Yeah. Um, so it's very much that look mm-hmm. of like the front stoop of a weirdly clean little city. Yes. And then they come out and they do this bit where it's like, we were going to get some hot ladies. So we did the best we could. We got our mom. Well, they make a joke about how it's Fox. So right. to make the show work, it's kind of a nod to In Living Color. How oh, In Living yeah, Color had girls. the dancers. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer um, Lopez. Yeah. Fly girl. Random fact from Noah. But that's what it's a nod to. They're mm-hmm. And they're saying, like, we need... They didn't say the best we could do. They actually commit to, we got the hottest women we know. Yes. Our moms. Our moms. Now, uh, you guys, this show is for Fox, which means if we want it to be a hit, it's got to be big and sexy. Translation, hot dancers. So we went out and we found the hottest dancers we could. Our moms. I hate all of this. Really? I think this is really funny. All of this where they're in front of the crowd feels so disingenuous. Okay. And like, because Andy Sandberg as a character, whenever he acts in anything, he's always like a step away from reality. Right. Uh, because I'm a big fan of the movie Hot Rod. I think mm-hmm. Hot Rod's very funny. But all of his reactions are like overblown and don't really make sense in the world. Yeah. But that's where the joke is. Here, they're the hosts. So they're not supposed to be distant from us. They're supposed to be welcoming us into their world. And all of it seems like a sham. Like all the facial expressions are so like cartoony and things like that, that it takes me out of it. I actually, I thought this bit was very funny because uh, Yorma and Akiva's moms or actresses who play their moms come out and they're like doing a little dance and then Andy's mom comes out. But Andy's mom is clearly a hot 25 year old. Yes. Who then dances up like very sexually on Andy Mm -hmm. and Yorma and Akiva put a stop to it and go like, that's not your mom. Yes. And then his real mom comes out and dances the same way with him. And mm-hmm. I actually found that sketch beat to be really funny. Because it's a send-up of Fox. It's a send-up of the Fly Girl's idea. I, I think it's funny. I think it's poorly performed. Okay. I, I just, I feel like it's very disingenuous. And as someone, if you didn't know who the Lonely Island were, and that was the first sketch you'd see. It's not. You, it's rough. Your your first thought about the show is, these guys aren't very good actors. No. And I know that that's their pastiche, that, that that's their you know wheelhouse, but I feel like in that exact situation where it's them talking to a crowd, like, it's not a wacky character talking to a wacky character. It's them talking directly to us as the audience, and they put up a wall that we can't relate to. Yeah, I think their idea is that uh, it almost, to me, relates a little bit to pro wrestling mm-hmm. in that... Akiva, Yorma, and Andy are playing fictional versions of Akiva, Yorma, and Andy, much like Mm -hmm. a professional wrestler uh, who may go under their own name. Yes. Or uses their name, like, all the time. Say, John Cena is playing a version of John Cena. Right, okay. And I agree they don't connect super well in this sketch. Okay. Um, So we get to our first cutaway sketch. Yes. I like what they do here. Is this... This is the first Castaway sketch. Castaways. 
Yes, this is the first Castaways cutaway. And it's the three of them sitting on a deserted island. Andy and Akiva have huge, ridiculous beards. And Yorma has, like, awkward, crappy peach fuzz. Mm -hmm. And that is the whole joke. And the sketch is over in 45 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, that he can't grow a beard. But I like this because one of the things I can't stand about current Saturday Night Live is that they have one joke and they beat it to death yeah, over and six minutes. Yeah, it's a seven-minute sketch. So I liked that it was like, here, here's our joke. 45 seconds. Done. Yeah. And I actually really thought that was well done. Mm-hmm. Because you can do these quick, funny cutaways. Yeah. And not grind a joke until you're like, we get it. He doesn't have a beard. Go away. I hate mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah, because it wasn't live. Uh, so then we have the Somewhere in Space. Yeah, Somewhere in Space. I really enjoy this sketch. It's it really rem- stupid. It reminds me of early SNL. That, yeah. like, something about the way the setting is, it reminds me of those early Muppet sketches in SNL. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, just, like, the look of it reminded me of that. Yeah. And I kind of think that's intentional, because I think all three of them are smart enough to know that history. Mm-hmm. Or aware enough to know that history? Uh, the sketch is, uh, which one is it? Akiva? It's Yorma, and, and Yorma. I can't figure out which It's one. Andy. It's okay. definitely Andy. Andy's playing the alien. Yeah. He's it, under a lot yeah, of special effects blurk, And they're just, they've crash-landed on a moon. Yes, and they're stranded together. And they're stranded together, and like... So I know it's been a while since our ships crashed into each other during the space war between our races. Uh-huh. And I know we've been stranded on this deserted moon with no one but each other to be friends with for a long time now. Right. And odds are no one's ever going to find us out here. Sure. And it's probably just going to be me and you until we die. What's your point, Clark? Well, in light of all those things, I think there's something maybe you should know. Okay, shoot. I have both male and female genitalia. (laughs) So, just something to think about. And again, this is a sketch that works because it's not live. Yeah. Because it's a scene, it's a series of very short Mm -hmm. bits with one year later. Yes. Between them. Yeah, so then it says one year later, and then... Is that when he's drunk? No. Uh, the first one is he just brings it up again. Oh, yeah, remember when I said I had both male and female genitalia? You want to do anything with that information? Not gonna happen, Glurk. Okay. And then one year later, and then it's like a truth or dare that doesn't work. Yeah, he's just trying to play truth or dare with him. Truth or dare? Uh, truth. Okay. Um, if you had to hook up with someone on this moon, who would it be and why? Good night, Glurk. What? And then another year, and this is when they get drunk. Mm-hmm. Or when the alien gets drunk. Oh, man. I am tipsy off this space wine. If somebody wanted to take advantage of me right now, they totally could. Nice try, Glurk. And then the end, Steve is working on a space... We find out his name is Steve. Yes. Uh, he's working on a spaceship, and Glurk confesses his love, and uh, he, something he does hits the spaceship and, you know... Fixes it. Percussive maintenance. Yeah, exactly. And then, so Steve 
hugs him, and then you hear Steve's voiceover. I never forgot, Clerk. We didn't always get along on that deserted moon, but when I got back to Earth, I'd think about him from time to time and smile. Oh, did I mention that right before I left, I had sex with Glurk? Because I did. I loved it. And he loved it. <laughs> I, I really enjoy this sketch. I think it's really funny and silly. Yeah. Uh, there's a part of me, this is just the science nerd in me, that's like, I wonder how long a year is on the moon. It would have been really funny if the whole joke was that this was over six hours. Yeah, a, a couple or a day or two, yeah. Yeah, like, if the whole joke was that it really mm-hmm. did not take that much time for Steve to end up having sex with Clerk. Yeah. Um, that would have been a good joke and a good yeah, way to Yeah, just end at it. the end of you, like, we've been here for 20 years. Well, moon years. We've been here for 48 hours. <laughs> 48 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so then we get to the next sketch. Which is, the Lonely Island is playing essentially the yes and no game. Like from Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, this is really stupid too. Are you mineral? No. Are you vegetable? No. Are you an animal? Yes. Are you a unicorn? Yes. Damn it. Okay, you go. Are you a unicorn? Yes. Very cool. This is, like, one of those quick shot interludes that, Mm -hmm. like, kind of reminds me of when you go to or come back from a commercial. Yes. You need, like, 15 more seconds. It also very much feels like, I'm going to hit record and then do something funny. Yeah. (laughs) Like, all right, here we go. I I think one of the reasons I'm a little more charitable to this show is because I can see the, like, the young comedian love that went into this. Yes, exactly. And, like, I've been these people. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. so I'm actually, like, shockingly charitable to this oh, show. I, wait till we get to another sketch. <laughs> okay. Um, then we can actually get to another sketch. And Akiva introduces a sketch and the sketch flies away and assaults someone. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. I feel like it was their, like, special effects shot. They got that well, one. Well, he's like, oh, no, it's flying over the audience. And then the audience plays along. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're almost building this conceit that the audience is a character. Yes. Because it's it's very odd because the audience is all ducking and things like that. Like, I wonder if this show had been like picked up, if it would kind of go in an Eric Andre uh, direction where it's like, oh, they're in hell and this is hell. And like, and it's just like, it's very subtly underneath everything. And like the audience is always there and they're stuck there. See, my thought is that they were this, they could have been the citizens of Awesome Town. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like it well. eventually you would have just gotten to know more of them. The, the, this is just what happens in the town. Yeah. Is that they always just do this. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's not something like that. I, I definitely think it would have probably evolved into something a little bit more. Uh, and it's Castaways too. Yes. And uh, Yorma's trying to start a fire, and he's not very good at it. Mm-hmm. And the two with their masterful beard stand over him and criticize him. Yeah. And then he sulks off. <laughs> because he doesn't have a beard. Castaways. That's the one that actually, uh, they must be rushing through because it goes, Castaways. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like that, that bit actually works, too. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a filler music video. 
This oh. is already only like a 25 minute pilot. It's just two guys. It's just two guys. But it's clearly considerably older than the pilot. Yeah. Because Yorma's hair is substantially different. Huh. I didn't pick that up that it was considered like I kind of thought it was for the show because it's we like sports. Yeah. Like if you play those two songs back to back, they're the same song. Because I think they even do the same bit. We where... Like Sports is officially the sequel to Just Two Guys. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, because they do the same bit where Andy Samberg's like Greg or something. And they're like, we hate Greg. Yeah. We Like Sports was shot three years later. Oh, okay. Um, we don't care. Who knows? Yeah. We Like Sports was shot in the summer of 2008. Okay. All right. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not picking on it. I didn't know it was a sequel. That's why it has the same pastiche. Yes. Um, wow, there's four of these videos from... It's a quadrility? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, wow. It, it's the... Just Two Guys is the beginning, and We Like Sports is the epic finale to this four-part series. Uh, no, that's actually wrong. Oh. Uh, we Like Sports is the sequel, then it's We'll Kill You, Oh. and then it's We Need Love. <laughs> and they're wearing great fake mustaches in that. But, like, look at what they look like. Uh, Akiva and Yorma both have kind of different hairstyles. Yeah, that's a good it point. It looks like it was shot with, like, maybe a year or two before. Mm-hmm. And it's also not shot particularly well. Yes, this is true. Like, it's shot on a clearly commercially available camera mm-hmm. that somebody owned. It's clearly one of the things that they shot to get enough attention to get a pilot. Yes, um, Just Two Guys is fine. Yeah. Uh, it was more of, what struck me about it was that it was clearly not shot for Awesome Town. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to agree. It's pretty clear. Yes. And then they do Castaways 3, which is just them. Castaways. Striking sexy model poses for no reason. Yeah, you're right. I forgot all about that one. Yeah, it's just an interlude. And I think it was a good way for them to economize Mm -hmm. that they probably had, like, one day of shooting all of these castaways. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And and speaking of shooting stuff, uh, there's something I meant to bring up earlier. Yes. That that just reminded me. Uh, I would say that the most expensive sketch out of all the ones they did is probably the theme song. Because there's a lot of actors and, like... I disagree. You disagree? I think we're going to come to the more expensive one. I think the 3D sketch is the most expensive. Oh, okay, I get you. But uh, it's one of the most expensive Absolutely. Of, of that. Do you really think they were going to play that whole theme song every episode? No. <laughs> I think they were going to cut the three raps. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially Yorma's. Which is the longest and has a lot of things that would be beeped out. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine Fox would have a uh, theme song that has to be censored. Yeah, that's true. So I imagined it was going to be like the extended sequence. Cause you know how a lot of shows have the theme song and then there's an extended version of the theme song. That yeah. When like the show runs short or what have mm-hmm. you. Yeah, gotcha. All right, I hear you. I think that's why they're double introduced. That's why I think they do the roll call and the raps. Yeah. Okay. Because I think the raps could very easily be cut. And there is a longer version where there's like a dance break. Yeah, so I bet 
terrible. They, they could cut that in instead of something else. Yeah. Like instead of the roll call and just have a different joke. So I guess that makes sense. Okay. Just a thought. Just yeah. I was thinking about it. Uh, and then they do one. This is, I didn't think this one super worked. This is them, uh, the name change sketch. Yeah, this is, again, because they're in front of the crowd and it's weird. Yeah, this one doesn't super work. Yeah, it's, uh, Andy talks about how... Uh, now, people are always asking your man Akiva why their names are so weird. That's true. That's true, it is totally true. Uh, but anyways, I thought it might be kind of nice if just for tonight, as a sign of solidarity, I changed my name from Andy to something fully weird. Which I think is an odd choice to do in a pilot. Yes. Because yes, the names are weird, but we also don't know you yet. Yeah. So like this would have been a a good sketch like in two or three episodes. Uh, And he asks a woman for a suggestion and she says, Yeah, hi. Um, How about ass face? Okay, I don't know about that one. No, it's because of your face. It reminds me of my ass. (laughs) All right, never mind. Does anyone else have a suggestion? Which is weird. Yes, very weird. And then there's a second one that's funny. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, how about guy who stole my clothes? Outfit stealer. Yeah, how about outfit stealer? And a guy stands up and he's in his underwear. And then instead of yes anding it, (laughs) they actually smack it down in a very funny way. Like, sir, no, you showed up in your underwear. You bet I did. (laughs) And it's very funny. Yeah, then Andy's in the audience and suggests, um, yeah, how about Andy? (laughs) Not bad. Yeah, like, short for Andrew, I think it's nice-sounding and appealing to good-looking women. I'm listening. So it's like editing tricks being involved here. It's weird. And then Andy says, Oh, oh, you know what? I've got an even better one. Uh, How about ass face? (laughs) What? No, you know, just because your face looks fully like that girl's ass. Yes, doesn't it? I know. I told you. Which I thought was a funny way to phrase it. But I really feel like anything that's in front of the crowd just doesn't feel right. I agree. Because I, I, I was thinking about this since you said it, about how the audience... I, I wonder who they were able to get. Like, I, I always wonder, when you get these pilot shows, is this just, like, randos who are on the Fox lot one day? Right. Or is, like, were these shot in a good, good... like? We live near Philadelphia, and the alt theater around us is a good, good comedy. Woohoo. Um, so my thought is, like, were they at, like, a good, good type show? And just trying to film something? Just yeah, trying possible. to film these intros. Uh, I always wonder, with stuff like this, I, this is something I've thought about with The Chase. What time is it? Yeah. Is it, like, you know, could you only get the theater, like, overnight, and you're shooting this at, like, 1 a.m.? Yeah, that's an interesting thought. a lot of this looks really inexpensive true um so then we do one more castaways castaways and this one's the least strong this i don't understand this one yeah uh they just have the best coconut for best beard Mm -hmm. and yorma wins and it doesn't make any sense because he despite his awful beard yeah uh, he wins and he celebrates by throwing the coconut into the ocean. And like, there's a shot of the other two where like you're waiting for the punchline where yeah. it's like he needed a win or this is just because I hate you or yeah. something like that. 
uh, or this is the real best coconut. Something, but there isn't. It there just isn't ends. anything, and it, that just ends. And it's weird because they managed to make that one joke work really well across the sketches. Mm-hmm. And then it falls apart out of nowhere. And then that last one kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. And then we actually get into the most expensive uh, sketch, which is the boo. And it starts with... Uh, oh, yeah, the boo. It starts it's Malibu. With Frazzles, the awesome town squirrel. Who reminds me of the squirrel that used to take... Uh, screwy squirrel. Who took over uh, Cartoon Network? Yeah, who had that one, like... Like, look at him. It He does look exactly like Screwy Squirrel. I just squirrel. pulled up a picture of Screwy Squirrel. If you just Google image search it, it looks very similar. Uh, his attitude actually reminded me of Clone High. Yeah? Very much of, uh... Try and catch me, bitch! Okay. Yeah, like... I just pulled a picture of Frazzles. It's very similar. Yeah. I I think a picture of Screwy Squirrel actually came up when you tried to pull up Frazzles. Yeah. Um, Cool. So, he reminds me of Screwy Squirrel. Mm -hmm. He reminds you of Clone High. Yes. Um, I'd love to know who did the voice of Frazzles the Squirrel. Okay. Well, while you're looking that up, the... Sketch is, uh, during the boo, which is the OC, uh, but in Malibu, uh, Frizzy the Squirrel will tell you when to put on your 3D glasses, so yes. it'll become a 3D experience. Uh, and it is, uh, Yorma and Elliot Reed from Scrubs. Oh, Yorma is Frazzles. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Elliot Reed... Who, Scrubs is running at this point. Yes, and like... So she's Sarah Chalk, is the... Yeah, I couldn't remember her actual name. Sorry, Sarah. But I mean, like, she was already known from... Roseanne. Roseanne, yeah, so... Like, she's a, she's a git. Yeah, she's clearly the biggest star in the show. Yeah. Take that, Jack Black. (laughs) So, uh, they're, they're doing your typical, like... Uh, uh, they're doing like the typical OC teen drama. Yeah, like uh, they're doing a like forbidden romance bit yes. where he's been gone for a while, but she stayed faithful, or maybe she didn't, and maybe they're a thing, and maybe they're not. It's a and then squirrel pops up and says, "Glasses on." It goes to blurry 3D, and all of a sudden they're pointing directly at the camera. Yeah, and like she holds out her teacup at the camera, mm-hmm. and it's uh, when you consider this was right before the second 3D boom. Yes, well, I, I can tell you exactly what this is because I, I recognize this type of comedy. Okay, this is when a comedian is also the editor. Okay. Because there's a type of comedy that only comes out when the editor wants to put a spotlight on themselves. And that's what this is. This is editing comedy. Yes. Because the all the bits are coming from the editor. Because the two actors in this are playing it completely straight. Yes, and they're they're exasperated and irritated by Yeah. They're, they're, they're the they situation. get annoyed, but uh for the most part they're playing it straight. Yeah, I mean they're Playing it straight that they're exasperated and irritated by the situation. They're not over the top. It's 
When someone bothers you at work. Yeah. They don't have any punchlines, really. No. So this is all the editor, you know, when to throw the cartoon up, when to throw the blur up and things like that. It's all in the editor's hands here. It's very meta and it's, I actually had it listed as adult swimmy, but in a way I don't hate. Mm -hmm. Because I usually, I usually and quite famously don't care for a lot of adult swim. Yeah. This is very Tim and Eric, this, this type of sketch. But it does it in a way that's still, to me, very funny. It's still a very clear setup punchline. Yeah. Instead of just like wackiness. Yeah, like I get the point. Like mm-hmm. there seems to be a point. And then I think the biggest laugh is when uh, he yells at the squirrel and the squirrel throws a dress at him. Yeah. <laughs> We're real actors, all right? I went to Juilliard. Here. Put on this dress. What? Why? You gonna act like a bitch? Go look like a bitch. It just totally caught me off guard, that line. Because <laughs> it felt... Because, like... It was a cartoon that was then doing something physical in the real world. It was just... There's a lot of layers to it that really cracked me up. Now, uh, the boo is interesting because this was also not shot for the show originally. Really? Uh, this was shot for uh, Channel 101, which is a short film festival that Dan Harmon created in Los Angeles. Huh. Okay. The Boo ran 11 episodes, but was filmed with the new cast and crew for the last three because The Lonely Island was filming Awesome Town and then later uh, was beginning to take off when The Boo happened. Oh, so The Boo is actually multiple episodes. Yes. Really? Yeah, uh, the eighth episode is literally just an apology from the Lonely Island because they're filming the Awesome Town pilot. So the Boo would be like a one-season show? It would be. Hmm, we'll have to keep this in mind. I mean, there's actually a notable shows list um, of some really fascinating stuff. Uh, There's Water and Power, which is Chevy Chase, Joel McHale, and John Oliver. This is all for that 101 show. This is Channel 101. There's Sunday Detective Film Theater, which is Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, Blood Oath of Three Men and a Baby, which is Felicia Day. Oh, wow. Call Me Cobra, which is Brian Posehn. Huh. And Cato uh, Kalen. And Drew Carey. Oh, this makes sense. Jack Black is in a lot of these. Okay. This, this connection is now clear. Why yeah. Jack Black introduces Awesome Town. This is where that connection would be. All right. That makes sense. So... Yeah, so the boo is, again, a lot of this doesn't feel like it was shot for TV. Yeah. It's very much a, uh, like, it's 2005, so YouTube's not the platform yet that it it is now. But all this stuff is perfect for YouTube. Yeah, and um, uh, Frazzles was in the boo the whole time. The, The squirrel? Yes. Huh. Frazzles was part of it. Well... Possible theme month coming up. Of Frazzles. Of, of Frazzles doesn't have his own theme. I know, I'm just joking. Uh, of, uh, Channel 101. Of Channel 101. Possible. Uh, Computer Man is a Jack Black one that was actually in my original notes for the show. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I think this is, fa- like, this part of the show is fascinating that uh, Just Two Guys and The Boo were not filmed for yeah, this. Yeah, they were just repurposed footage. And it makes sense because The Boo looks... Better shot and more expensive than mm-hmm. everything else in the show, except possibly the live studio scenes. Yeah. As yeah. far as 
the production value. The live studio sh- scenes look the most adequately shot. Yeah, they look crisper. And then the end is just the three of them playing with a puppy. Yeah, watch them play with a puppy. So that's the show. That is the show. Um, it's super interesting yeah. to me about the uh, the way this was done. I am a little more charitable to the show than I probably should be. Okay. Uh, largely because I kind of get it. I kind of get that they're three young comics trying to make something. They're using all of their former resources. I mean, it's like if we were trying to make a sketch show and we used parts of Game the Gamer and parts of Mm -hmm. other things we've done. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, any, any bits of trivia you want to bring up here? I mean, the big one was the Channel 101. Right, The right. boo was not directly shot for this either. Um, they, they were trying to shop this pilot around in May. And the pilot didn't get picked up. And then they kind of got their SNL auditions immediately after. Mm-hmm. So this was a very, like... When God closes a door, he opens a window. Right, right. Of Awesome Town did not get picked up and for series. But Andy made the cast and Yormet and Akiva both made the writing team. Right. For Saturday Night Live that year. And then uh, Lazy Sunday dropped in December of that year. Okay. kind of launched that viral SNL digital short. Mm-hmm. Phenomenon. So this kind of like was their last failure before things started to really take yeah. off for them. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, so I guess we got to give it a verdict then, if that, that's all that's left. And uh, see, here, here's a few rules I think we need to establish here for, okay. for Stay Doomed. Is uh, one, uh, this, the Doomed... The stay tuned, stay doomed rating should not uh, consider time travel. Like okay. it, we should not do things like, well, this should stay doomed because I want Andy Sandberg to end up on SNL. Yeah, we're not. Do- None of that is happening. So this is in a bubble. Like, does this? Did what we see show us a show that should have continued? That that is what we're we're doing here with our ratings here. Uh and one thing we've also discovered in doing this show is this uh, feeling of just fix it. Just fix the show. Yeah. And really that's a stay doomed rating because it's, it's broken. So Noah really is just going to give this a stay doomed but wants to justify. I think I can give it a stay tuned because it's a pilot and you can fix pilots up. Yeah. And the, my biggest problem with this show is the laugh track. I think if you remove the laugh track from this show, it is a perfect show. But one of there's there's two major issues with the laugh track in this show. One is it's wildly inconsistent, where like certain jokes get no laughs. Yeah, and that I'm dying, and yeah. then other ones get laughs. Then I'm like, oh, why is the laugh track interrupting thing? Also, with the Lonely Island style of comedy, it's a lot of. Instead of just laughter, it's a lot of, wait, what? 
Like that moment of like, it's gone so crazy that you need to take a step back and try to figure out what's going on. Yeah. That thought, thought process is interrupted by a laugh track. Okay. So like, I actually feel like the laugh track of this show interrupts my experience with it. I agree. And I also, I there's something off about the whole studio audience. Absolutely. And since it's a pilot, I think a pilot could then move on to the next episode like, yo, we should just take out the laughs. I agree. And I, I think that really would run better without the uh, Dave Chappelle-esque mm-hmm. studio parts. I think they could just shoot themselves um, just kind of like shooting the breeze in Awesome Town in this imaginary. Yeah. They could be more like the playing with a puppy or playing yes and no sequences. Yeah, because there is a feeling of they're trying to just make this a a, a Chappelle. Like mm-hmm. Fox is making their own Chappelle. Yeah. Really, it should be more like the state. Yes. Where the in-between of sketches is them just kind of like moving the cameras and like shots of them on top of a building. And then it, boom, we're into the next sketch. You know what I actually think? I think... Uh, the connecting tissue in this would almost be better off to be essentially 22 short films about Springfield. It's them just doing stuff around Awesome Town. Yeah. And then it goes in. Kind of like the last season of Key and Peele. Yeah. How the last season of Key and Peele is them on a road trip. Mm-hmm. And the connective tissue between sketches is like the weird conversations you have on a road trip. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that would help this show a lot. Uh, so that that's why it's a stay tuned from me. Uh, to me, it's a stay tuned as well, uh, with the knowledge that if it had stayed tuned, we'd probably still end up having covered it on this show. I feel like this still would not have run very long. Oh, really? You don't think that this would have caught fire? I don't know. I really don't. I mean, the digital shorts did, so Lazy Sunday did. Yeah. I I think it really depends on when it aired. If... This was the lead-in or the lead-out to The Simpsons. I think it could have been a smash. If it had been, like, the Sunday night block. Yeah, but if it was on a random Tuesday along with, uh, I don't know, that 70s show, I don't think it would have really caught fire. I agree. So, I... I I think it's really chancy whether this would have run any longer... I mean, I think if if I was at Fox, I think I would approve this pilot. I think it would, like, especially with the idea of, oh, the sketches are done? Yeah. Well, then okay. Yeah, to be I fair, just need to air this? They had an entire season, essentially an entire season worth of the bow. Exactly. If they had eight episodes in the can already. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that they had a bunch of other stuff, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if we went to uh, the Lonely Island YouTube page, because I... Is it's uploaded by Lonely Island twelve years ago. Yes. I'm sure it's not the only thing that's uploaded twelve years ago. So that's tons of stuff that could have been part of that show. Yeah, and they were clearly writing music. I think it's interesting. The Lonely Island's first real C D doesn't drop until two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Really? Uh Incredibad dropped in early two thousand nine because this is such a weird um connection, but I was at New York Comic Con. Right. In 2009. And they had a table and they were handing out um, branded condoms. Cool. That said, I wear a rubber at all time because I jizz in my pants. Ah. 
That's good marketing. So they were just handing these out. There was one I found it right before I moved out of my parents' house and was just like, what a weird thing to have. And I threw it out. <laughs> Mistake. Yeah, I guess I could get maybe like a whole dollar for that on eBay. Now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so I think that's what's. I don't think I have anything more to say about uh, Awesome Town. It yeah. was awesome. Be sure to check it out. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It it has its flaws, the last castaway sketch, but it's definitely the seeds of something good and seeds of something interesting. Yes, absolutely. So it's a stay tuned from both of us. Uh, R.I. Pilot Month continues. So uh, what will we be watching next? Let's go back to R. R.I. Pilots, and see what is number three, one listing from top of all time. All right, when one lists from top of all time, number three is Area 57, a 2008 pilot. Colonel Isaac, played by Matthew Lillard, just joined an Area 51-esque military base where he must, must deal with a dysfunctional crew of Jane Lynch and Bruce McGill, and he's constantly made fun of by their Captain Alien, played by... Paul Rubin. Yay, Paul Rubin. So be sure to check that out. Links are in the description below. Yep, yep. If uh, you want to watch before you listen next week. Also, side note. Thank you for listening all the way to the end to get this side note. Uh, We're not sure what we're going to do next month. So we have a couple ideas, but here's one thing that we kind of need your permission for, I guess. Yeah, because it's going to be a big rule breaker. Every year, me and Laura watch all the Razzie-nominated films. Shout all, out to Holmes and Watson, which I'm pretty sure we're going to have to watch. All the worst picture nods uh, we watch, and we rank them and stuff like that. Now, in the past, we have done podcasts where we talk about all five films. Yes. What I'm asking you, the uh, Stay Doomed audience, would you like a special episode of Stay Doomed where we talk about all five movies, or... Do you feel like every movie should get its own podcast? Hashtag justice for Baywatch. So let us know what you want, because regardless, it's coming. We're we're at least going to do one episode on the Razzie films. Yeah, because we do this anyway, so we may as well get an episode out of it. So we're trying to decide if it's going to be Razzie month or if it's going to be some other month. And and a very special episode. A very special episode. So uh, be sure to let us know what you think. How could they do that? Uh, you can email us at thestaydoomedshow at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Stay Doomed. And if you just want to ask me and talk to me about it for some reason, because, I don't know, Laura scares you, uh, and, and you want to tell me what we should do with the Razzies, I'm at TV's Noah on Twitter. And if you're Yorma from the Lonely Island, I'm at Priorities. Until next time. Stay doomed.